0: The thing about TikTok that I think is underrated is how inspiring it is.
1: Absolutely,
0: it l- locks in and it, it gives you ideas for for TikToks. Like TikTok is like it's very hard for me to be on TikTok and not have an idea for a for a funny, interesting, cool TikTok to make.
1: That's a hot take. I like that. Welcome to the official TikTok for you podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Broski, and we're going to discuss everything TikTok with the creators who have turned the platform into a global community and cultural phenomenon. If it's in culture, it starts on TikTok. Welcome back to For You, the official TikTok podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Broski, and today I'm talking to the internet's teacher, our father, Hank Green. Here we go. Get into it. Hank Green, what an absolute honor and a privilege to speak to you today. I'm sure you get this a lot, but um, you played such a big part in raising not only me, but the children of the internet, oh. the children of Gen Z. Uh-huh. Uh, so first off, thank you. And second off, for those who don't know, who are you? Where are you from? Tell us sure. the story. What do you do?
0: I'm Hank Green. I live in Missoula, Montana. I am. I have a number of different jobs. I uh, I'm a science communicator, I think is sort of like the first thing that I think about when I think about myself. Um, so I, I host a show called SciShow with some friends. Um, mm-hmm. I also have hosted Crash Courses about science. Um, but I also run the company that does those things. It's called Complexly. Mm-hmm. It has a number of YouTube shows and also other, other things, shows, podcasts, TikTok stuff. Um, and, uh, I'm also an author. So I have, I wrote a couple science fiction novels. And I started, uh, I have also started some other businesses. I have a a merchandising and product development company that works with creators called DFTBA.com. And once upon a time, I started VidCon, which I no longer (laughs) work on super directly, uh, though I'm still very close friends with all of of the team there.
1: So just a short list.
0: I get confused sometimes. There's this. So, uh, Brittany, let me. T- I, this, I don't know when this is going to come out, but this will probably not be news anymore when it comes out. But I just uh-huh. was reading uh, Deadline, which is a uh, entertainment news website, and it said that mm-hmm. I was going to be on the reboot of Criminal Minds. Which Did you is you know that news to me? <laughs> uh, and uh, so, so somebody somebody slipped something in somewhere and uh, snuck in some false information. Uh, but I, th- there have been times in my life. Where people have said that I did something and I was like, I didn't do that. But then it turned out that I actually did.
1: Isn't it's, that kind of scary? It's part of people remember old. Well, yeah. not, not, I don't think it's that. I think it's people remember, they're such big fans. They remember everything yeah. that you've ever done and said, which totally. is scary.
0: Uh-huh. Um, Please don't. Okay, well,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to kind of take it back. You've previously described, as you just said, yourself as a science communicator. What's uh-huh. the difference between that and a scientist? Why do you choose that word?
0: Well, uh, I haven't been a scientist for over 20 years cuz I haven't been in a lab doing science for for that mm. maybe not that quite that long. Um but for for nearly that long. Um you know, I, like a scientist um would be a person who is trying to figure out facts about the universe that that no one has known yet. Um mm. trying to figure out things about ourselves or about our world. And uh and I'm not I'm not up to that activity I once was. It was great, super fun. Um But uh, I have always, so when I was in undergrad, the thing that I liked doing most was helping other people in my classes do better in their classes. And that Mm -hmm. was so exciting and empowering for me to like take somebody who was like on their second round trying to get through biochemistry and taking them from just banging their head against a wall to being really actually kind of excited about it. And that was like the best feeling ever. And I've also always like been a a consumer of science media. So Scientific American Mm. Magazine or Carl Sagan books and and TV shows. Um, and, uh, And so it was kind of amazing when I realized that that was actually a job that somebody could have. Sure. And after I had been a YouTuber for four or five years, I was like, maybe that could be my job. Um, so weirdly I got in a a lot of folks get get into YouTube because they want to be in entertainment I got into YouTube Mm -hmm. because I thought it was really weird Uh, and then I realized so like some people might realize hey maybe I could start a TV show and I was like oh I could like maybe be a science communicator so it's always come from
1: from a place of education you've you've loved taking a part in education to a certain extent
0: yeah I love like the joy of knowing about the world Um, you know there's there's kind of two reasons I feel like to to sort of well, three reasons to learn things. One is because you're in school and you kind of have to. Um, and and right. there's also hopefully a part of that is like it's going to help you, you know, get a get a good job or uh, etc. There's right. there's a second reason that isn't talked about that often, which a lot of people, including myself as a younger person, um, was just really into like knowing more than other people. And so it was An kind ego of ego thing. A, yeah, kind of kind yeah. of a uh, I, I wasn't going to be athletic. I wasn't going to be um, you know, dating the coolest people or hanging out with the coolest people, but I could know more than everybody else. Um, yeah, what's your shtick? Yeah, it was, exactly. And then there's a, a third one, which is like I think the best one, um, and and can you know can contribute to the other two if you wanted to, which is just that it's joyful, like it's really interesting. It's like sure. it's uh it's curiosity and it's exciting and it's uh you know. It's one of the coolest things that humans have been able to do is, is to be a little bit of the universe that understands itself. And uh, that's very strange. So so that's the it one that, that continues to drive me and and that I want to sort of like do what I can to open that door to other people.
1: Well, I love that. I have so so many questions are like in my head. I have like a guide, but I'm just like, <laughs> Green! um I okay, so just taking it back to like, you know, kind of the beginning. You said uh-huh. you were doing YouTube for four to five years before you started doing Crash yeah. Course, any form of educational, anything like that. Yeah. How has the landscape of the internet <laughs> changed from that time to where we're at now? I mean, you've seen it all.
0: It is unfamiliar. It is not when I go back and watch like YouTube videos from 2008 or, or even 2014.
1: That's um, yeah, it, um, it feels it just like a looks lifetime ago.
0: So different to what it is now. Mm-hmm. And you know, like early on, there wasn't anything that wasn't personality based. Mm-hmm. Is it is an interesting thing. Like it was very weird to have an idea that you'd have a show that was about something besides you. <laughs> and now interesting. almost all of YouTube is shows that are about something like, and you're lucky if you can get your personality in. Now there are people who certainly do it. Um, and right. there's people who who are able to launch personality-based shows right now. But you but like and I first remember like noticing it with Epic Mealtime. Time. Do you remember that show? I do remember that. Yeah. Where it was like, "Oh, this is a show." Like it you know, it's about this guy and like I'm I like definitely his personality, Harley's personality is like out and about in this content. Mm-hmm. But it's about something else. And right. Uh, and then that that transition happened pretty rapidly after that where it was just so hard because everybody has a personality.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: like how do you have a personality that stands out from the pack? But you can well, have a and show. And it was also
1: the age yeah. of lifestyle entertainers, online entertainers uh-huh. to what you're getting out of like there's a premise to what they're doing. Anyone could do it. It's just, you know, you come to love that character that's doing it sort of thing.
0: Yeah. and that But that's much easier in the beginning where there aren't that many people doing it. Because, sure. Because why would you do it? That was when I, in 2007, when I started on YouTube, it was like, why would you do that?
1: Why did you do it?
0: Because I uh, find it easy to get obsessed with things.
1: <laughs> Naturally, very understandable. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of translating that to now where, you know, we're going from a time where creators are few and far in between. And mm-hmm. the few very popular creators are very famous, at least in the online sphere. To now, I feel like an app like TikTok has democra- democratized Correct. the creative landscape. Uh-huh. So anyone can be viral, but not yeah. only that, but anyone can be a popular creator, you know, because there's finding this talent is so, it's so, you know, your for you page is not only for you, but it's also what everyone else is liking too. Right. Do you think there's a, I mean, there's a beauty in that. Do you have any yeah. thoughts of... How yeah, that's and, different?
0: Well, um it's interesting with the new platforms, there's there is usually a similar trajectory and it depends, I will say to any TikTokers who are listening out there. It's really valuable to have an audience that cares about you as a person, not just about mm-hmm. your show. Because 100%. That like if you can develop that more personal relationship, um then you can do other things.
1: Well, I don't I don't want to draw on on your past too much. I know you're probably sick of talking about it, but, um, <laughs> you know, launching things like SciShow and Crash Course and all that, I mean, do you look back and think, wow, we did that sort of thing. Like these are still being used in American yeah. schools and all over the world. Yeah. Is that weird for you that oh, you played super. such a giant role in like the education of an entire yeah. generation? Well, and
0: it's still happening, is the thing. It's, it's so it's yeah it's easy to to sort of think like, oh wow, Hank Green, he taught these people uh when I was in school. And it's like I mean, also though, still like our content is being used more than ever, Crash Course sure. especially. And the yeah, it's super weird. It's super. It, it's especially weird because it's like, well, why didn't somebody else do this? Right. Like, it, like if you, if you can make the lives of teachers and students easier for like an amount of money that isn't substantial in the trillion dollar education industry, why right. didn't somebody else do it? Why were you fucking around? Get get your <laughs> ass in the game, like. <laughs> like there's we huge, a to do it. huge educational media companies that just didn't do it and I'll, i'm just yeah. like I, I guess you have to look at it from a different perspective like and we did it you know it didn't cost no money but we never made anybody pay for it we don't make people pay for crash course and right uh, like that just it kind of pisses me off honestly yeah i just think that we're, we are not doing education right in this country um and Can
1: we talk about this for a hot <laughs> second? Can we do hot takes with Hank Green? Well, what
0: I what, what I will say is that when you say that sentence, everyone agrees with it, but nobody agrees on what it means um, sure. or how to fix it.
1: Well, because so, there's so many different levels of what's wrong with the American education yeah, system, why it's yeah, broken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like a. But I I <laughs> just kind of wanted to. I mean, not to get too political, but it is like you know. I took AP World History, AP European History, AP mm-hmm. Art History. I would not have passed those courses without the internet. Yeah, Like it's – there is no, I think, valid way to success in school today without access online. All the textbooks that I studied were outdated. They were incorrect. They were – I mean even – you've got teachers up front saying, you know, if I'd ignore this part in the book, it's not – what do you mean ignore this part in the book? (laughs) Like come on. So and I know y'all recognize that problem and it's on behalf of a generation. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's it is wild. It, it, it the the impact is wild and it's it's easy to to like sort of minimize it, but then, mm-hmm. you know, some it, it it is not uncommon for me to have someone walk up to me and be like, "You are the reason I have my job." And that's it's insane. Fucking perfect. Like it's the best feeling in the world.
1: Yeah. Well, carrying that spirit of, you know, education over to TikTok Mm-hmm. When you started, well, I kind of want to hear the TikTok story because you've been on <laughs> it for about as long as I have. Right? Late well 2019. on it, yeah. Well, you you got to be a lurker first, and then you become a poster. Um, what what's your TikTok story?
0: I think I downloaded Musically. Like my account, my account is from like 2016. Um, oh, good lord! Okay, because because like I was at VidCon one day, and I was like, there was like the Musically stage at VidCon, and there was yeah. all these like little people on it and then little people <laughs> in front of the little people uh mm-hmm. just young young by is what i mean um and and so the uh and i was like well that there's a lot of enthusiasm around whatever that is and i downloaded it and i was like well i do not belong here <laughs> <So> <laughs> <I in> my <laughs> immediately what's going feeling. on yeah um so then uh, you know pan- pandemic um <laughs> sure. occurs i have extra time i'm not traveling as much and i keep hearing about tiktok um and you know, I, like I'm in this industry. I've also got a book coming out. Um, congrats! Uh, well, I then I did. It's out now. Um, oh, congrats! And so, so like I'm like I, I <laughs> thank you. I like so th- this is this is me. I don't know six months ago or whatever, and I'm, you know, I'm like, well, I like I need to understand this. Um, and there's also like a couple of my friends are doing like learning content on it, and I and I am mm-hmm. convinced that that's not possible. You can't teach somebody something in a minute. Um, because I'm a Do you still pre- believe that? No. Cause I'm a pre- 'cause I'm a pretentious uh <laughs> Gen Xer who doesn't understand uh who doesn't understand media. <laughs> and so I and so I was like, well, I, I should like take some time and 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 at least like let the algorithm know me. Like let sure. it get to know me a little bit and see what it serves up. And within two days, I'm getting stuff that's like, you know. Uh, assistant professors at universities making jokes about academia, and it's just yeah. like, why is this here?
1: <laughs> who is <laughs> you, like this is not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and yeah, I, I got a, I got a TikTok the other day from from a man who was born in the same year as me, who's who's compl- who the, the TikTok was, um, you know, me in two thousand six, like complaining about that that all the bands at Warp tour are all emo now. And and then me in, in 2021 dancing to the the Fortnite um that the Fortnite <laughs> song. You know what I mean. And yeah. and him being like, it's so much better now to like not care about this stuff. And I was like, too specific. How did you <laughs> like, know I that seen. I'm a 40-year-old ex-punk rocker who like you're not supposed <laughs> to know that about me? No one knows that about me.
1: <laughs> the power of that like button, I tell you what. It's, it's the yeah. most revealing thing.
0: But then I started to see some educational creators like Geo, uh-huh. who does those lake videos. You've probably seen these videos about cool lakes, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: no, the maps, and then they zoom in, and it's yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, and I was like, that's dope. I love that. And then I started to see some science content that was like totally fake and bogus, and I was like, oh, I'm mad about that. Maybe I mm. could do something about it. And uh, the the draw, and also just like the it. The thing about TikTok that I think is underrated is how inspiring it is.
1: Absolutely,
0: it 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 locks in and it, it gives you ideas for for TikToks. Like TikTok is like it's very hard for me to be on TikTok and not have an idea for a for a funny, interesting, cool TikTok to make.
1: That's a hot take. I like that because I, I feel the same when you find or or inspiring maybe something like a new passion, maybe not necessarily something you want to create, but I find something every day where I'm like, I didn't yeah. know that existed and I want to know more about it and then yeah, I go research
0: totally. it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's really, really neat. How long does it take you to prepare when you find a topic that you want to, you're like, we need to talk about this. Hmm. Do you prep hours of prep for a 60 second video or <laughs> what's going on?
0: It, I mean, never hours. Um, it. it it depends wildly. And, I, and like the mm-hmm. amount of time I spend on a TikTok has gone down, I think, I'd say. Um, uh, just because I don't, I'm not as worried about it, I guess.
1: It's so lax.
0: Nor do I see a great amount of benefit when I do spend more time.
1: <laughs> Other than validation.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
1: sweet, sweet validation.
0: It, yeah. If uh, other creators be like, that was a good one, Hank. But uh, the algorithm is like, <laughs> uh, just just goof. Just goof, man. <laughs> Try less hard.
1: Um, no, that's – there is a, a beauty in being yeah. – every creator has that story of, you know, I've put hours into this video. I was so proud of it. And it flops. But the one of you, you know, on the toilet, laying in bed, in the kitchen, doing whatever – it's so because it's the idea of relatability and authenticity. No one wants to see an overproduced that's what every other platform is for. Overproduced, <laughs> scripted, horrible, yeah. awful. They yeah. want to see just people talking to each other through their phones. And I think, you know, you you understand that now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get. I, yeah, I I do. I, uh, so so if it's a question, you know, mm-hmm. the most sort of common videos that I do is somebody asks asks a question and I try to answer it. Sometimes that information is in my head, but I think it is also important to know that it is usually not. So mm. sometimes I'll get like the comments that are like, "Why do you know every single thing?" And it's like, I'm my job is to to acquire information, digest it, and then like re- represent it in an understandable format. Like that is what I've spent right. the last like fifteen years learning how to do, and uh, and so yeah, I, I'm good at I'm good at research. I I do know a lot, and so I like I in that process I've learned a lot of stuff. And so what what you kind of learn is like what to Google, and you also mm-hmm. learn a little bit of like how different areas of knowledge lean on each other, so you can understand like sort of multiple ways of getting into the same topic, mm-hmm. and uh and, and Disciplines also
1: don't exist in a vacuum. Exactly. Sort of
0: thing. Yeah, right. and um. So, so that yeah. So, so but usually a, a a bout of research will be like, you know, max thirty minutes and then or forty five if it's something I don't really don't know about and is a little confusing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I can make the video pretty fast. Uh, you know, as I'm doing that, I'm probably taking screenshots of my phone or downloading pictures so that I can green screen it onto something and uh, so that there's like with some visual aids, et cetera. Sure. And uh, like, to, yeah, it just makes it so easy.
1: Well, I wanted to – you were talking about um, it's very rare, and I didn't take this in an egotistical way, but it's very rare that you find something where you're like, oh, I didn't know that. I've got a game for you, Hank Green. Oh, shit. Are you ready? (laughs) So here's what's going to happen. I have some random useless knowledge. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you have to give me true or false. And if you want to explain, you can, but you only have a minute to answer as many as you can. Okay. Are you ready? This is very scary. (laughs) Here we go. Rubber bands last longer when refrigerated. True or false? Probably true. Very true. No number from 1 to 999 includes the letter A in its word form. True or false?
0: I'm going to say true cuz otherwise that would be a dumb fact.
1: True. Edgar Allan Poe married his 13-year-old cousin. True or false? That is true. That is true. Jupiter is twice as large as all the other planets combined. Hmm. That could That could be true. Final answer? Yeah, true. True. Ah! Pepper used to be a currency.
0: Probably. Well, salt definitely was. I'm going to say false.
1: How did, yeah. Hank Green, WTF, you know what I mean? There are only three words in the English language which end in deuce. True or false? True. D O U S. D O U S. False. There's four. Oh, tremendous, horrendous, stupendous, and hazardous. Wow. I would have thought there were more than that, honestly. The chicken and the ostrich are the closest living relatives of the Tyrannosaurus Rex.
0: True.
1: True. (laughs) That was good. I didn't know that one
0: for sure. That was a guess.
1: You're five five out of six? Can I count? That was six. That was good. That was very impressive. All right. Here's next. And this isn't um, fact-based. This is truly your opinions. All right. Here we go. This is either or. You get to pick. Mm -hmm. Space or oceans? Oceans. Oceans are terrifying. So is space, to be fair.
0: (laughs) I mean, both are going to kill you, but what's more interesting?
1: (laughs) I think there's aliens in the ocean. That's a different conversation.
0: (laughs) I mean, octopuses.
1: (laughs) I mean, basically, how about the Marianas Trench? Yeah, I'll start to sob my eyes out because I'm terrified. (laughs) Crash course or scishow?
0: Oh, not allowed. (laughs) Skip, I, have, I, I have employees. I can't do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this? Videos or podcasts?
0: Oh, videos.
1: Really? You're no stranger to podcasts either.
0: That's do for you, sure.
1: Do you? I, I think there's um, um, a sort of innocence in returning to just two people talking to each other. I agree. Know? And people yeah. really enjoying it. I love a podcast. Unicorns or dodo birds?
0: Oh. oh, dodo birds.
1: Dodo birds gone too soon. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> RIP, we miss you every day. Gryffindor or Slytherin?
0: I mean, I mean, Slytherin. Sorry. That
1: doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Looking for Alaska or Fault in Our Stars?
0: Oh, I'll say the Fault in Our Stars.
1: I would too all right next last game then we'll get into the serious questions okay this is stuff you can't possibly know but you probably will know some of them so i'm gonna ask some questions and then if you think you know the answer just give it to me and i can give you the answer okay what is a home remedy to get out stains
0: what is a home remedy to get out stains man i saw a kid the other day just dump a bunch of dawn detergent on his cream cheese on tiktok so is that it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, and it didn't work. No. <laughs> mom, don't oh, wake comments, up, mom, don't wake the, up. The comments are like, you better hope and pray your mom is in the next room. She didn't hear that. Um, it's <laughs> seltzer and lemon juice. Oh, sure, okay. That we'll remove. Did the original formula for Coca-Cola include actual cocaine? Yes. Yes, it did. Who invented the bra?
0: Madame Brazier.
1: <laughs> Excellent guess, but absolutely not. <laughs> 1889, her Elmini uh, cadol of France invented the first modern bra. Okay. In which state is it actually legal to hunt unicorns, America?
0: I'm going to go with the, the Wyoming.
1: No, Michigan. <laughs> nice. Hunt unicorns? Is that like a real thing? You know there's like Bigfoot laws? <laughs> <laughs> See Bigfoot, you can't shoot yeah. him or something yeah. like
0: that. Don't don't hurt. Don't don't mess with a Bigfoot.
1: Please we don't, don't... <laughs> injure Bigfoot. Yeah, there is an official ruling for how many Tootsie Pop li- licks it takes to get to the center. Do you know that number?
0: I mean, a, there's actually a number of different ones. Um, so there's been a number of different studies wow. over the years. It's been both mathematical analysis, uh, like robot licks, and also human licks. Uh, I think that like the most recent study I read was human licks and it averaged to about 175.
1: 364. So I'm not sure where TikTok podcast team is getting their information.
0: (laughs) That's that's a different study. There were a bunch of them. You can go read about it on the Tootsie Pop website, which I have, which I actually did recently, which is very strange. Why do you
1: know that? Why do you know that? You know what I mean? What's going on? That's very interesting too. When you consider like the acidity of a human tongue. Yeah, that, if well, that's anything the, to
0: do with it. Yeah, so this this most recent study, which is the most comprehensive one, it it looked into like the time of day when people licked, and it took way longer in the mornings than in the afternoons. And I was like, like what like almost double the amount of time for a morning eight a.m. liquor versus like a three p.m. liquor.
1: <laughs> Not a liquor. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you call them? <laughs> Research participant. <laughs> All right. Here's the last one. This is a Gen Z slang test, which I'm sure you will pass with flying colors. Uh All right. First one. And I don't have, I mean, this is just like ones that I thought you might know or Mm -hmm. might not know.
0: Uh Cap. Cap. I've heard cap. They say no cap, which means like I'm not lying.
1: So what is cap?
0: A lie?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah cap is like something no, this isn't right like what's going mm. on? like you're lying um tea oh yeah, that's not gen Z tea? It's like spilling the tea yeah, yeah,
0: it's the gossip it's the it's the the hot goss exactly <laughs> Gen Z can have it can use it, but that i mean i I, I think that I think tea is from like
1: we're not the like creators
0: older than me some like original definitely
1: yeah, a lot of the terms come from um the gay community. Yeah, in the eighties and nineties and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, bread, just money. Yeah. Okay. What's a W and an L? These are very straightforward. A win and a loss. Yeah. How about beat
0: your mug? Uh, that is a makeup thing. How do you know that? I watch Period. RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: Do you really? <laughs> yeah. You're kidding me. Well, you it's, it's my. There, it's, one, it's the
0: only show that I that I watch. Like, as it's coming out.
1: Have you met RuPaul? No. No. No.
0: no. I guess that Dang. wouldn't be that strange. But no, RuPaul, RuPaul has his own con. He doesn't need to go to mine. Sure.
1: <laughs> RuPaul's got a panel at VidCon. Yeah. Um, When you're gassing someone.
0: Like, making them feel better?
1: Yes! What's a goat?
0: G-O-A-T. The greatest of all time.
1: And what's a drip?
0: Uh, that's when you when you look good, maybe or are good. How did you
1: know all of these? Well, that's really concerning. Not
0: like I don't spend time on TikTok.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true, but it's it's you know where is the intersection of (laughs) professional academia and (laughs) Gen Z TikTok? (laughs) Seems that you found it just
0: right here. Yeah.
1: All right, let's return to some serious questions I'd like to ask you.
0: God, uh, that that part, I am, like, literally, my blood pressure is elevated. (laughs) I feel like I've had two cups of coffee.
1: A little stressed out. Um, I just helped some of my friends film a video uh, recently, and we did Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm-hmm. And it's just shocking and embarrassing. It's oh, just God. shocking. Like, if, we, if you put some of the smartest <laughs> people in the world on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, it's like the questions are so basic. It's like, is that right? I don't actually. Do I even know that? <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, no. All
1: right. So in 2007, um, you and your brother John created the annual charity The Project for Awesome. True, true. Create creators take two days, um, usually December 17th and 18th, to create videos promoting charities. Is it of their choice or of y'all's choice? Of their choice. Of their choice. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit and like the real world impact that you've seen from this? Sh- yeah,
0: sure. I, I mean, it's so, so back back then there was no monetary element to it. It was, it was so imagine if you will, um, and actually it, this might actually even be possible on TikTok. But back in the day, YouTube had a bunch of like pages that it would surface and they weren't algorithmic. They were just based on like how many, like this is the most commented page, the most viewed page, the most discussed page, or most liked was one one of them. And so we wanted to, we were like, what if we filled up every one of those pages with videos that had the exact same thumbnail and they were all promoting different charities? Love it. And and that was the idea of the of the first Project for Awesome. Now, by the time the second Project for Awesome rolled around, uh, you couldn't do that anymore. Those pages didn't exist. But we had created a thing. And so we have adapted it over the years to do a bunch of different stuff. But I would it, it would be really interesting to me if like TikTokers actually got together on a day and were like, We're only going to upload videos about charities. And if you see a video about a charity, you have to like it and you have to comment. And then like all of yeah. TikTok for that day becomes a charity day. So there, that's that's a free one. You can have that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, we'll call Mr. TikTok right after this recording's done. Um, there are grassroots initiatives like that that happen on TikTok, you yeah, know, of totally. like Indigenous Day, where uh-huh. you know, a, white creators I've participated in it, you don't post, you don't yeah. do anything like that. Day is for Indigenous creators. Um, the same with black creators, the same with, you know, Hispanic, all that. So mm-hmm. I think that that comes and it's such a beautiful thing, too, because it's totally. spread in the comment section. Mm-hmm. What makes TikTok so special is the comment section. That's very so true. So to, you know, create those. And then also when you visit someone's profile, you know, it can be like benefiting X charity. Is that ever something you would want to participate in or help out with? Or
0: Yeah, I don't I don't have one of those on mine right now, but it is literally because I have not I don't know how to. <laughs>
1: Get on I'm it again. I'll call Mr. TikTok. Sure, I, I'm sure I can TikTok. figure it out. <laughs>
0: I love it. It, there's two. It's two guys, right? Mr. Tick and Mr. Talk. Is that yes. how it is? Okay. Good. Yes. They're brothers. Um, cute, adorable, and and their last name is Talk. So it's TikTok and Tock-Tock. Yes. Like, the, like Mario <laughs> Mario.
1: <laughs> exactly. Joe Jonas. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that same vein, how has I mean, just like a you know family. Um, creating all these projects together has that you've been working with your brother for so Mm -hmm. long. Your family is involved in what you do. Mm -hmm. Does that put odd stressors on you and on the members of your family? Has it strained relationships? What is the tea?
0: Well, uh, as far as like John and I go, um, it's been good for our relationship. It, It not in that, like it's alleviated stress or we've, we've become like less combative with each other. It's just mm-hmm. that like we hang out, like we talk at yeah. all before this, you know, I think with adult siblings it's pretty easy to just sort of like see each other once or twice a year and that's kind of sure. it. But because we get to work together, we um, you know, we're on the phone several times a week and Aww. it's great. Um and, and like that and, and you know, one of the things about working with family is that like the family should remain the most important thing, you know, mm-hmm. unless you're in Oasis and Uh, And so figuring out how to maintain that relationship, have it be healthy, like, you have to maintain it in order to to maintain the health of the project and the brotherhood. And so there's, like, lots of pressure on doing, like, the necessary work to keep the relationship strong. Right. And I think it's really important to know that with family, with, you know, with significant others, like relationships aren't the best if they're easy. You know, mm-hmm. like, it j- just, it, of course, it, like, it shouldn't be all work all the time. But, like, part of it is work. Part of it is putting the time in and thinking about it, It, it just like any other project. Um, you know, this is, a like, like, I'm married and my marriage is a lifelong project that, like, I, sure. n- like, am happy to and love to, invest time in and if i thought like oh all the time i have to invest in that brotherhood or that marriage or like my relationship with my parents is just an onus then that would be i would sort of like end end all kind of joy in those relationships i think right. so i try like uh, and i think it would be easy it, i think it can sometimes be easy to see them that way and instead of seeing them as like a source of joy that we do have to nonetheless invest in
1: Yeah. The most basic human connection. It's easy to forget how important it is. I feel like there's um, something that I've been running into lately is, you know, this is not a nine to five job. You know that. This is not something you clock in and clock out of and you can just leave (laughs) at the office. Yeah, We live in our offices. We exist all the time in the same social media space that we... uh, for me, I used to escape into, I am now a creator and it's now my job. So those priorities can get out of whack very easily. And I feel like that's a lot of, you know, why this podcast, in my opinion, is kind of really interesting is because when you talk to these creators and you talk to them about what their daily lives are like, and, and, you know, you're on your daily commute to your nine to five, it's like, there's a whole other side of the internet and it's so cool to hear. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm interested if, for you, having a child, first of all, crazy, yeah.
0: <laughs> crazy. The thing that. people do—that
1: is the thing yeah. people do. That's crazy to think about. Um, do you have any concerns in the long run for privacy, security? You're a famous dad. Is there anything like that? Um, I'm not
0: as I'm not. So, so there are times when, like, uh, I will be in a place with my family, and 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 someone will come up and and be talking. Mm-hmm. To me, a little like a little too long where it's like, like, oh, all right, we said we said hi, but like I'm clearly having yeah. dinner with my family right now. And like, so that yeah. that that this is now this is now weird. Yeah. Um and there's been times and if I don't know, like as much as we can spread this around, it's very weird to go to a creator's house. And like there Guys. are public records and the fact that that like where someone lives is public information isn't an invitation to go see them it's how the world works like yeah, like terrifying. things are things are public like and so if you figure out where somebody lives do not send them a letter do not go to their house uh doesn't matter and how like, much you love them please and leave ta- them alone. let's talk about that let's be let's so like the more people hear that they're like oh like because i think you can kind of get hyped up and excited and it's like oh my gosh i'm gonna like knock on the door and hank green's gonna answer uh, what do and, you think and, we're gonna and, say? And and, then, and, and th- this has happened to me, and it's it hasn't happened to me in a long time, uh, but it has happened to me. And like every time you open the door, and then the, their face is just like, I have made a giant mistake, and yep. like, and it's like, yeah, you should have realized that. And it makes me wonder how many people like got to the driveway. And then realize they've made a mistake, and then drove away.
1: Yeah, because it, it must
0: be a bigger number than the, the people who actually knocked on the door.
1: Well, and how about the parents that drive the children to go do it? There it's has like,
0: I, I have had a parent uh, be there, and I was just like, really, because I can't get mad at, as mad at like a fifteen for year sure. old, but like,
1: but a parent. Well, it's just – I think it all goes back to this very odd parasocial relationship where the yeah. viewer thinks that they know you in and out and that you'll know them and you'll love them. You're a stranger to me.
0: Yeah. and But I also think that, like, it's – so, like, I – so there's a bunch of stuff here. Like, back, back to your original question. I'm not that worried about that. I am worried about, like, you know, just having a famous dad, whatever the level of fame that is, like – that's the thing that I worry about. Like, how do I interface with mm. that? Like, you know, I live in a pretty small town and like people here know who I am. And and so I don't want him to be treated differently. I don't want, so like, that's right. a thing I worry about. Um, but I'm not as worried. Of, and I'm also, but I'm honestly, I'm more worried about like how he's going to interface with social media and like how that's going to, you know, just because it's hard. It's like, I yeah. I didn't have to do that, at, you know, as a teenager. Uh, and so it's just like, I'd, I don't know, and it'll be different when, in ten years when he's a teenager. But like, I so like yeah, I, I worry about all of that. But the other thing that I will say is that uh, this is this is all. It's very hard to see both the good and the bad in this stuff. Where it's like mm-hmm. parasocial relationships. Even that like word is kind of creepy. Makes you think yeah. like par- paranoia or or paranormal. Sure. Um sure. But the but like the. I think that they're kind of natural, and I think that they can be positive. I think that they can be negative. I think that they can have a positive impact on the creator's life or on the audience or community member's life. I think they can have a negative impact on the creator or the community member's life. I think it's a new kind of relationship that it used to be that very few people had, and those people would have some kind of support structure, or sure. it was just you know they wouldn't have to interface with it because they had a gate with an intercom on it. You yeah, know? the
1: Brad Pitts of the world were so yeah. inaccessible. We are right. very accessible.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you tag me on TikTok. I'm probably <laughs> not a terrible chance that I'm going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and so the, but I, but I, you know, I think that that I think it's a new thing we're figuring out. I th- I've mm-hmm. definitely seen it be exploited in really terrible ways, and I try not to associate with creators who who do that. And I try to, you know, yeah, I try to call it out when I see it. Um, but like, it, it's hard because like, wh- what exactly? Like, we don't know what we're doing, and like, not Nobody everybody knows. has a, has a super healthy relationship with their own selves, and so it's hard to like. You're exposing
1: me and so many people (laughs) on the internet. Yeah. Well, Um,
0: like, and I, you know, I'm I'm 40. I've had a lot of time to figure it out. Um, Sure. And I've been in this for for as long as anybody, kind of. So that, you know, I think that I think we're figuring it out, but I don't think that it has to be a bad thing. Nor do I think that this sort of like non-nine to five-ness of this job has to be a bad thing. You know, Mm -hmm. the the idea of a job being different from your life, I kind of rebel against that. I think that job is life and it's it's like, you know if
1: you're lucky enough I, to find something that, that you can do for your well, life.
0: Well, but no, I mean like even if even if you know, like I think that even the time that you spend at a, at a job as a warehouse worker or a server or whatever, like that's also part of your life. And we shouldn't like like say that it's not. Um, because mm-hmm. that's kind of a it's kind of a structural thing where it's like, you know, this doesn't count as part of your life because um and if it doesn't count as part of your life, then, like, what does that mean for how you can be treated in that environment? So, like, I think that we should consider it part of our life, so that, you know, we treat people who do work well. Anyway, um, the, the 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 thing that I – the thing that is hardest about this, I think, isn't the amount of work. And it's not the – it's kind of, like, difficulty of escaping from it, which I think is important to figure out ways to do that and to mm-hmm. – to, you know, when you have break. the fuel to work very hard, but also understand that maybe you don't, you won't always have the, the fuel. The hard part is the uncertainty of it. And, sure. uh, and you know, I've gotten to a place where now I have done it for long enough that I don't have that uncertainty anymore. But anybody who is starting to sort of like transition away from whether it's school or, or normal sort of nine to five type work. It's just, you don't know where you're going to end up.
1: As we're wrapping up, I wanted to ask, you've been on the internet for so long. You've seen it all. We were just talking, you know, about creators and, and coming up and going viral. Do you have any just general advice just from being, seeing so many comings and goings of of phases mm-hmm. of creating do you have any long-lasting advice for just the kids, for anyone listening, for up-and-coming creators?
0: Yeah, for creators, um what I what I cuz I care a lot I care a lot about this because it's such a good job. Mm-hmm. But it is a it's it's also you know, it's a job that more people have now. So it's it's more accessible, but it's still very very un, unusual for it to become a, a long-term thing. But what I will say is any amount of be of having success here is super valuable in other spheres of work. It, it's going to help you understand how the internet works in a much deeper way, how human psychology works in a deeper way. There are all kinds of jobs in this space that aren't creator. So if 100%. you if you find that like you know you're burnt out or it's not it's not hitting the like the way that it used to, it's not bringing the joy that it used to. That doesn't mean that 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 time that you spent doing it wasn't valuable. And it doesn't mean that like you should stop. I think of internet creator very much like musician. And so like the vast majority of musicians just like to play guitar, you know? They're not, and and maybe they make a few hundred dollars a month from it, like playing at the bar and they have a band and it's like, and they have a community around it. You know, Lady Gaga exists, you know? Like Post Malone, as you know, exists.
1: Hi, Post Malone.
0: Like there are people who get who get super famous and get to do that for a living, and and like the vast majority of people are of people who do it for a living are making thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars a year as like sure. studio musicians or you know just smaller people who have songs on Patreon and and sell merch and stuff and do Mm -hmm. do shows to like 200 people and so like like there this is this the way to imagine it like it's not like movie star it's not even like actor because it's a personal it's a much more personal thing which music is like that where like you listen to music for a personal connection
1: it's a very valid comparison
0: and so like the but also like Most musicians just like making music. And so if you can, if you aren't feeling that joy in it, like there, there's tons of stuff that you can apply what you've learned inside of this space to. Um, And I like when I'm hiring, I look at that. I look at, you know, whether people have had a kind of success on their own because it does show like initiative and creativity and, Mm -hmm. you know, and also like how you handle it. Um, So, so it's it can be it can be a, lo- a lot of positive things in your life in a lot of different ways but if it but if like chasing after that like imagined thing like following in the footsteps of your idols or whatever isn't bringing joy then like that's okay and like you can find other other fun ways yeah. to be in the world
1: outside of the limelight yeah well Hank Green, thank you so much for your time. This was an absolute pleasure and joy. Um, yeah. And to speak with the man himself. It was super
0: fun. It was super fun. And uh, and keep doing what you're doing. I love it. And,
1: thank you. Uh, well, where can I, we find you? Give and I us love, the, the I, I love that Brittany
0: Broski is up here being like, 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 someday, like, I'm not that funny. Brittany Broski thinks that she's not that funny. So, like, we are yeah. all in our own heads about shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man the internet i'll lay in bed thinking who am i, am I here? <laughs> every single night is a different spiral but it's all fun that. and games
0: i hear that well well yeah. where can we
1: find you where are your ats? what are your channels give us all the links
0: i'm hank green one on tiktok because i apparently arrived <laughs> there's too a late different hank green. <laughs> there's another hank green who got my screen name i'm on twitter at hank green and on youtube on Vlogbrothers and then scishow and crash purse are my are my shows. The Vlogbrothers is where I fool around with my brother.
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! Thank you again. It means so much.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: That's it for this week's episode of For You. Share the love and keep the conversation going online. Leave us a review. Follow us on TikTok at, at TikTok and at TikTok Creators. Don't forget to use the hashtag For You Podcast. And remember to subscribe so you're notified every time we drop a new episode. Catch new episodes every week exclusively on TikTok Live, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever y'all get your podcasts. I don't know. For You is a TikTok and Gallery Media Group original production.
0: Thank you.